1: So it's come to this.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it did. You could say that. You could say it. Uh, It came to this. We knew it had to happen. I'm Eric. (laughs) I'm Charlie. This is our movie podcast. Oh, yeah. And recently we had a special holiday, Friday the 13th. And on that day, traditionally, our people get together and watch (laughs) one of the Friday the 13th movies. As we've done for generations. For generations now. And... We were, like, really in the mood for a true Friday the 13th feel. Yeah. That, like, woodsy young camper and counselor getting off feel. And so we opted to watch Jason X and Freddy vs. Jason, which have (laughs) the
1: least amount of woods time of any in the franchise. Yeah. The two two movies, like I said, that do not contain the words Friday the or 13th. (laughs) Freddy right. versus Jason. Uh, this one came out in 2003, yes. which is also known as the Dark Ages of Horror. It's my least favorite. And uh, we <laughs> did talk a little bit about that when we talked about Jason X, but man, the new metal flowing through this movie. This movie the, is the, the sound of date rape. The aggression. Yeah. That just unhappy, unhealthy. Unbridled, uh, uh,
0: lac- lacrosse-playing high school student feel to it. This is a toxic movie. This is toxic and this was uh <laughs> the first Freddy movie and Jason movie that I saw in
1: the theaters. This is the first I think you and me both one. man based on just growing up because mm-hmm. again like how there was a 7 year gap between Jason Goes to Hell and Jason X. Yeah. There's a about a Nine-year gap between New, New Nightmare, nightmare yeah. which was, what, maybe 94? 94, 94, 95, yeah. And then this is uh, 2003 when Freddy <laughs> yeah, returns. Yeah, basically a similar gap. So, like, we were, I was still a child when those Freddy and Jason movies were coming out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, nine years later, here they are finally, <laughs> no, finally teaming up. No, Thank I'm... God I got to see this one. Yeah. <laughs> In the prime of my life, I remember being excited for it. I remember getting oh, excited. Was. It made huge money. It was a this movie a is the most I think that any Freddy or Jason movie has yeah. made at the box office. This is the this is the biggest gross. I mean, so you got that. But I remember the they teased this in Final Friday. <laughs> yeah, like the final shot of Jason's mask on the ground, and then Freddy's claws coming up and grabbing it. Yeah, like this was in the works. For oh yeah! Decades. Yeah, they
0: were trying to do this a lot. they were been trying to do this since I think I saw '87. The first time I thought like doesn't surprise me. Yeah, which is which man would have been great when new metal was just a glimmer <laughs> in somebody's eye. <laughs> oh man! And we are still using a beautiful still could have had a Dokken
1: score or something oh, for this.
0: Yeah instead which is man us longing for (laughs) docking it's come to this man. it's true it would be way better oh man way better you get the cat's eye song you need that Mm -hmm. you need that that pure unvarnished cut
1: instead you just get and like oh god yeah you get a lot of just stuff that For only being 17 years old, this movie has not aged well. (laughs) We've made a lot of leaps and bounds, we found out, socially, culturally, (laughs) in the last 17 years. 2001 to 2003,
0: not just the horror genre, just that whole, everything about it was off. You look in movies, and it's the biggest gap ever between hot girls and just the Dumpiest boys mm. 2001 to 2003 boys were all wearing big baggy
1: sweaters oh yeah
0: <laughs> with like uh derpy parted haircuts <laughs> like yeah that they- were like with frosted tips and stuff and all the all the girls were like the hottest it's the worst gap ever it's the worst of <laughs> It's the worst men representation.
1: (laughs) And as someone who graduated from high school in 2001, (laughs) I can tell you it was true. Yeah. Every guy at my high school looked like shit. except (laughs) 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 Me included. And every girl came every day like with a two-hour pre school routine oh man it's of hair and makeup it's really like that it's totally true era that pen 15
0: captures yeah. perfectly that 2001 and i hate how that looks in horror movies because all the guys just have like boy band frosted like crunchy hair and like big jeans and sweaters and they all you can't tell what they're shaped like
1: under there it's like oh it's so bad that they actually get to make fun of it in that 21 jump street movie with uh, Channing Tatum, yeah. <laughs> like the whole opening is them like circa 04. right? And he's like uh, Jonah Hill's dressed up like Slim Shady. Yeah, and that's that's just as bad what as it, was. it looked. It's yeah. awful, but you have like
0: the gorgeous Monica Keena, and all the guys are just derping around with their short little bleach blonde haircuts, and it's like it's such
1: a jarring era to look at. Mm-hmm. It Looks so ugly and so hot, and this movie. Looks ugly. There's this weird blue tint on it for most ugly. of the movie,
0: and, then, and then, the, then the deep red. and Then tint. the red
1: tint. It's like it was almost unwatchable when it was had the deep red going on. Like I couldn't even see what was on the screen. Yeah, in the boiler room, the
0: they go so Damn. wild with the different color. It's like the shittiest Argento. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. Argento with no idea how to use Just color. Like cranked it's like, up to. 11. I guess uh, saturate the whole scene in red. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Just an
1: ugly movie. They made this very, very obvious blunt point about, you know, Freddy in the fire and Jason in the water. We get a deep Freddy... Oh, man. Uh, You know what's great? Backstory. Oh, this is good. I was just going to say, it's great that this was the first movie that us and a lot of people, because this movie made so much money, this is the first movie a lot of people saw with Freddy and Jason. So, thankfully... They give you the most detailed backstory of these characters. They're like this is this is going to be
0: some people's theatrical introduction to Freddy and we need to make sure they know that this man loved molesting children more than anything else he'd ever experienced. We need to make them understand he's a hard child molester and murderer let's and not murderer. forget they really are just like no we got to let him know we yeah. got to show him that this is
1: uh what he is into the movie opens with freddy doing the narration to catch you up and mm-hmm. he's like yep that's me before <laughs> the fire <laughs> yeah. and it shows it shows robert england pre-makeup murdering a young like 7-year-old girl yeah and it's just like oh wow
0: this well, is a the original harsh name intro. they were going to do a freddy prequel and it was going to be called Fred
1: Krueger, unburned <laughs> child molester. <laughs> just the exploits of a yeah. healthy, functioning child molesting. Fred Krueger, soon to be burnt child oh, molester.
0: Man. And they uh, laid on thick,
1: and they really let you know that that's who he was. And that's he got just how he spent his days and continued to murder. And they do the 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 one part I do kind of like is that they give you the flashbacks of all the kills, literally almost you get every kill, every
0: kill from this series, the which entire is, series. You just get a montage of the whole of thirty-seven Nightmare on Elm kills. Street kills, which is great. That's the ultimate. Like we've talked about movies Holy like shit. Silent Night, Deadly Night two that are like. Wow, this is like half of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Exactly. Or even Maniac Cop 2 opening with Maniac Cop. (laughs) With the whole (laughs) two-minute ending to Maniac Cop. It was a great two-minute ending. Put it in the next one. And, uh, you know, Evil Dead. It's it's that kind of throwback. And so I love this being the ultimate of like, we're going to show every movie in this series a big highlight reel. Just three minutes of kills. The first 20 minutes of this movie I think are good. I think mm. that's when it's at its best. Corn Cornfield
1: Rave with uh, with Jason showing up and I think the actual plot of the movie is is about as well as they could have handled a why would Freddy fight Jason? Yeah. The idea being that Freddy has been forgotten and so he has no more power over these kids. Yeah. and that he uses Jason. He finds Jason in hell, which is kind of cool. And he uses he brings him back and uses him as a tool. To make people think that it's Freddy. So Jason yeah. then goes to Freddy's Town, which I, I'm blanking on the name of it, but it's seems like a long way from New Jersey. A <laughs> long way from Camp Crystal <laughs> well, Lake. It's weird. But he gets there. He gets they, there. They oddly feel like they go to Haddonfield. <laughs> yeah.
0: If, <laughs> the movie feels suddenly like a Halloween movie for five minutes. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, But I was a into lot of it. That. I was into the like, oh, all right, this is kind of a weird, you know, because it kind of gave it a Freddy Krueger dreamlike nature, Mm -hmm. like a shot that literally looked like the street that Mike Myers was stalking Lori on. Definitely. You know, same think I don't think we, nobody said anything, but I think you and I both felt that immediately. And that had to be. That would have been a
1: great cameo to just have Michael Myers (laughs) step out from behind a bush and someone's like, not now. I don't have time. But, but. <laughs> turn, turn Haddonfield into just Gotham City, yeah. With all,
0: these. oh, that'd be great. But yeah, I actually think, like you said, the plot is a pretty interesting idea in a way to actually join these universes. Mm-hmm. Freddie using Jason—that's pretty cool. Uh, and we get some good Jason action right off the top. Jason's a monster in this oh, one. Yeah. Jason's are—they really
1: just beefed out. Jason you know he kept some of that Jason X muscle absolutely well I was gonna say do you think because Jason X technically would take place after this movie because it begins in like 2010 right where this is I assume present day yeah uh, at the time so do you think this is the same (laughs) timeline like is the Jason X like its own just kind of fan fiction yeah I think they were
0: they were made separately like they were separate people working on the projects so You know, I've never really connected them. I think it was just a weird, like, (laughs) an odd version of uh, making the uh, two Meteor movies at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, because this would
1: have come out, like, literally, like, a year and a half after Jason X. They started working on it before Jason X. That makes sense. This
0: one kept getting held up for different reasons. And so then Jason X, actually, they shifted way into that one before coming back to this one. So this one came out right after, but it feels cheaper
1: and before well, it's a Jason different guy X. playing Jason. It's just, it feels like a very different Jason yeah. than like the last few movies. But he's still just this big mute hulking dude with a machete. And then, right. what else do you need, I guess, is the question. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: problem in this one is not Jason. The problems start to happen with how much Freddy starts dominating the movie. And it is the dirt worst Freddy we have ever seen in a movie. This is the worst Robert England Freddy to the point where I'm stunned that, that he couldn't have pulled a little clout and had something written for him. Mm. This is the worst written Freddy part ever. He dominates these scenes that just go on forever that you can't see what's going on because of how they're badly they're filmed. <laughs> and he's just this weird, hateful drunk guy mm-hmm. who doesn't have any like catch- they show other catchphrases. As when he's running back his glory days, oh, yeah, yeah. the Irishman movie, yeah, we had some good times in these days, (laughs) and he's just like, Welcome to prime time, and he's like, Yeah, I nailed that one. He's like the dying uh, Al Pacino in Carlito's Way guy, like, We had some good times, he's he's, he's very
1: weak, (laughs) killing these kids, yeah, Yeah. before he gets his full power back. He's there's so, there's like three or four instances where the kids are dreaming and Freddy shows up and tries to stab him, but he doesn't do anything, and the kids are like, "I'm okay, yeah, I'm hey, okay, I made it, hey," and Freddy's like, you "Yeah, you damn kids, yeah, exactly." <laughs> so, He's this ineffective, weak, old, burnt dude, and but then he has to like really lay on the like sleaze to like get any God. fear out of these people, so then he becomes just like. Super rapey. Yeah, like my gross. violent murders
0: don't scare him anymore. So I guess I'll just lean on the rapier part <laughs> of my uh, personality. He's always been problematic that way, you know. You know what? I didn't want to say it because I just, I'm not a fan of it myself. But after watching this, like, uh oh. I think I got to cancel Freddy oh, Krueger. I knew it. Yeah. Oh, no. I think we had to get him here. You're canceling. I think this was, a, this was a foot over the line. I'm
1: definitely canceling. Fred Krueger, unburned child murderer. <laughs> yeah, I think He's... I think this was just Freddy too far. But you know what, Jason, it's... Jason
0: can stay. Jason, I really liked in this movie. I like the new yeah. Jason. I feel bad, you know. I, I know that it was controversial to boot. Kane hotter, uh, but I thought he looked cool because he was just this hulking huge guy. I thought he played Jason great. I think the cornfield rave and the cornfield fire. Yeah. Is a very cool scene, uh. For any Friday that's probably the 13th my favorite
1: movie. scene of the movie. That is...
0: is the one thing they filmed beautifully. Mm-hmm. The overhead shot of that cornfield fire looked great. Yeah, and him stalking through it on uh-huh. fire. Him
1: just walking through, being the fire. Yeah. Who? This is a good like. Yeah, the guy who took it over is Ken Kurzinger. Hmm. and uh, yeah, he does a good job of clomping around and <laughs> just kind of swinging at stuff. And yeah, yeah.
0: but Freddie is just like rapey Bugs Bunny mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. And it's brutal because it just, it showed all these highlights of all his puns and uh, ha ha, it's a great action kill line. And all of his lines in this one are just pun-free statements about raping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're not jokes. Yeah. It's just like, They're not now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Except then he'll pause and just be like, bitch. Yeah. Like exactly. he just calls everybody bitch. There's no puns. It's just him calling, just a drunk old guy, just calling everyone bitches after every sentence and then uh, just being racist. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Kelly Rowlands. This is, I will say, my favorite horror movie Starring a member of Destiny's Child. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I If we're counting the independent women video part one as a sci fi short maybe I'd put that over it. Okay. If we're doing genre films. But for a horror movie, this is the best I was one. Say, does, starring gold, a Destiny's does gold Child member, member count? Wasn't Beyoncé oh, Yeah, Gold she numbers. was. <laughs> I haven't seen any of Michelle Williams' gospel films, but Kelly Rowland, oh, okay. she got a lot of trash in different interviews for doing this movie. It's
1: very out, like, it's a weird role for a person it's, in Destiny's Child to take it's on. It's a strange direction for her to take in her career, I would say. And it's like always, the anti-Jennifer Lopez.
0: Yes. Like, We're, Yeah. I'll be the uh, the person that racial comments
1: are made to in this Freddy Krueger movie. Well, but she, she also gets to drop the F A word, <laughs> which yeah. I don't even like saying anymore. That's
0: a real great two thousand one to two thousand three
1: trait. That that it's crazy how quickly that word has just gone from like whoa, yeah, like to well, I mean, for better obviously, but man, when she b- calls Freddy the F A yeah. word, oh, oh wow, whoa.
0: In fairness Rough. to Kelly Rollins, Freddie had called her dark meat. Yes. Yeah. That's the kind of like barely there joke mm-hmm. that we get treated to. And that's why I can't believe Robert England's like saying these lines and being like, I don't see any way to punch these up. Mm-hmm. The eighth line in a row where I just say somebody's going to die, bitch. <laughs> like, he's really like, we've watched a lot of those kind of movies uh like fight for your life or mm. home invasion kind of movies where the the boss is just some dummy right it's some hulking dumb guy who like is holding a knife on a woman and that's basically freddy <laughs> we watch a lot of movies like that we guys kind of <laughs> <laughs> It's a weird thing to admit. We watch admit. some shitty exploitation <laughs> stuff. Look,
1: uh, look, genre. My films favorite genre: are, uh... dumb guy holding a knife on a woman. All right, <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, foolproof. Our, <laughs> our, like
0: Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer podcast app's going to be great. Oh, absolutely. But ugh, uh, <laughs> this one does get uh, some pretty. Like, I really like Catherine Isabel as a, a horror actress. She's the redhead. who's in Ginger Snaps and. American Mary. She's the one in the shower, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. So that's not her in the shower. Oh, well. That's a double. But I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah she's I, great. I almost This one is funny cuz when we were talking about Jason X, we were like we don't know anybody in <laughs> Yeah. I've never seen these. This people. one I like almost know everybody. Like mm-hmm. uh, Jason Ritter's in this thing, who's a yeah. guy you see around. Uh but the guy who plays his friend is like, "Damn, I know I've seen that guy before." <laughs> you know, the guy who plays the friend of the Jacques who gets killed. Oh yeah. Who's like I just saw my best friend get killed, dad. <laughs> so why don't you back off? Like I'm like I know who that guy is but I can't place him. Like everyone was like this familiar like the nerdy guy. Yeah. It's like, "Damn, I know I've seen this guy in something." Yeah. So they were so ubiquitously I was, 2003. I was just distracted maybe watching it the whole time this this last couple of weeks when we watched it again, it's like the whole time I'm going, "Where have I seen that guy?" So maybe yeah, I wasn't it's the exact it my all,
0: opposite of Jason X, where they're just like, look, hire just some chibos, Just Toronto right? locals. basically. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hire some local Canadians, whoever look vaguely like space pirate scientists. Right. And just run with it. But it's the awful era of film where all these people have, like I said, that huge disparity between how lame the guys are and how mm-hmm. hot the women are. But also that era of you look up like red carpet events from a film like this and the guys are there like wearing wife beaters. You're (laughs) like, oh, yeah, it's like the Caesar haircut wife beater era. The Caesar haircut for sure. (laughs) It's just like, man, this is the shittiest looking set of people. It's awful. And for every actual there's a couple of funny lines in this movie. And a couple of the comedic moments land, but it's, again, what we talked about in the episode uh, Jason X, where all of the comedy landed, and it blended with the action. This movie just felt like so many different opinions Mm -hmm. on how to put together a cool story in a lame, hateful, boring kind of way. It kind of plotted on the longer it went.
1: Well, there's this subplot with Jason Ritter and his friend where they're like they used to get terrorized by Freddy. Yeah. And they're in a mental institution. And, and Jason Ritter thinks the main girl's dad killed their ma- her yeah, mom. Yeah, we get a real like... And it's like, none of this has to be in this movie, guys. Yeah. This movie is like almost 100 minutes long. You're like, none of this plot needs to be here. <laughs> These yeah. can just be friends. I got so who tired. Who learn about Freddy. Like it's so bizarre. And the one kid who's like, goes through this whole rigmarole to escape the mental institution. <laughs> yeah. And it's not a very well planned, like the
0: escape is pretty much just like, look over there. And then yeah. they just go back to high school dressed
1: as themselves. I kind of like, I mean, I like the four idea, years later. I like the idea of like the local authorities, like covering up this Freddy thing. So it doesn't spread. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah, the, a lot of the plot is cool. But the like, but the whole thing about mistaking, because then it turns out Freddy did kill the mom. And, and it's like, did this happen in an earlier Freddy movie that I don't remember? Like it almost <laughs> felt like I like Googled Jason Ritter was like, was he in? Like, did I miss something <laughs> right. in Freddy's Dead? Yeah. Or like, what when... really like did this unexplained like four years earlier crime that happened? For how much they introduce you to who Freddy is and who Jason is and in the back lore, they kind of just jump you right into this plot that. Honestly made me think that there was a movie before this yeah, I missed where these characters like a, existed. Like was there an interactive CD ROM video
0: game that yeah. came out in the nineties that part continued the, like, the canon? Was this part of like a
1: show? Yeah, what happened here? Yeah, it was the
0: Freddy Nightmares subplot
1: carried over we're, into We're all supposed to know Jason Ritter is like this girl's best friend in a mental <laughs> institution. Like, yeah. well, like so weird. We had we've recently watched and covered the movie Cutting
0: Class. And this is like the whole 90 minute plot of Cutting Class just as Jason Ritter's side story. Seriously. There's this huge murder plot and he's being falsely asylumed for witnessing something he shouldn't have
1: and he's fighting to like why? <laughs> why are we into this? You know, like fake drug like taking it's like this whole one flew over the cuckoo's nest bit of yeah. like taking the drugs and the is it the hypnosil? something like
0: that the, hip, the the hypnosil is canon i think it they was they carried the over the yeah, hypnosil
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, lore into this one but like they have there's a whole sequence of them like having to get off the hypnosil yeah. know, so <laughs> they could like fight freddy cuz that makes you not dream oh guys i mean just the amount of stuff they try to well, pack into this it's so weird that you have jason Ritter
0: and his two his buddy the two escapees from the mental asylum and they're just on the run from the police and everybody in the middle of everybody else being on the run from the crazed murderers Mm -hmm. that are stalking this town. And it's so weird second movie shoved into the first movie. Ugh. After the half hour when that story starts to take over, that's when this movie starts going downhill fast. Yeah.
1: And takes forever to get there. It does. We finally get to Camp Crystal Lake, though. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the way there, Jason Ritter does have the line of the movie where they've now figured out that you have to fight Freddy in your dreams. Yeah. They, oh, my God. They, they've sedated Jason. <laughs> yeah, Jason to, just in their van. They have they have Jason in the back of a van like it's the 70s. Yeah. And they've sedated him, so he's dreaming and fighting Freddy. But then Jason starts drowning in the dream, and the water is coming out, and the, the nerd and everyone else is like, Someone's gotta give him mouth to mouth. A yeah. that concept alone is <laughs> Yeah beyond we the get pale.
0: So much time spent on a on a great bit around who should give Jason <laughs> Jason Voorhees. Someone's gotta give him mouth to
1: mouth because suddenly we need this guy alive and he's drowning in his dreams. <laughs> and the nerd's like, I have asthma. <laughs> Jason Ritter... Well, Kelly Rollins is like... Yeah, and they're Ke- like, you're going to have to do it. Yeah, She's they, like, they all look at Kelly Rollins, who's who's Kia in this movie. Yeah. And Jason Ritter, driving the van, turns around and goes, Kia, he has <laughs> asthma! <laughs> Just fucking do it, Kia! <laughs> that, that might be my favorite part of the movie, is Jason... In the dream, and they have to give him mouth yeah. to mouth. Kia, he has asthma. It's so beautiful, sincere. I hope someday to meet Jason Ritter and just <laughs> yell that at him. That would oh, I, like no. if I ever see him on the street, I'm just gonna. <laughs> Kia, he has asthma. And just get the dirtiest look, probably. Have you ever gotten to yell
0: something to a celebrity, <laughs> or will that be the first?
1: Not like that. Not I don't like think that. so. I don't
0: think so. Have you ever uh, gotten a brief one sentence conversation with a celebrity?
1: Unexpectedly, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I don't know. Yeah, have you? Yeah, a have couple. you ever given a shout out? I
0: I was walking in L.A. and Mandy Moore's dog got wrapped around my legs. Oh my goodness! With his leash, and so then I just chatted with, and Ryan Adams was with her. Oh, and he yeah, she yeah, was yeah. all wearing just like yoga pants and like exercise walking gear and a hat, and he was like in black jeans and a leather jacket and sunglasses <laughs> and dirty Ryan Adams hair. And uh, then we just made small talk while they unraveled oh, their man. their dog. And then I bumped into Jason Schwartzman at a concert. And we talked briefly about Rushmore. Wow. There we go. That, and, those are some good celebrity And in another uh, a Kings of Leon concert at Slim's, I went downstairs to the bathroom and a big, uh, giant 300-pound bodyguard blocked me so Lars Ulrich could get by oh, wow. and use the bathroom. And he had two bodyguards with him at a concert. That's pretty sick. So those are my interactions. I will, I, but I, Jason Ritter is an
1: attainable interaction, I feel. I, I, I wasn't going to include it, but I have actually met Robert England and uh, Heather Langenkamp. Oh, of course. You interviewed him Scream. Uh,
0: for Silver Scream.
1: Yeah, we and then uh, I... I was very fortunate uh, that Neil invited me to be part of this VIP dinner, oh, and I right. got to talk to Heather Langenkamp and tell her how much I love Nancy. And Nancy's great. There and, were no uh, Nancy's Somewhere so there's somewhere Jason. there's a piece of paper with all of our signatures on it because she went around and had <laughs> everyone who was a guest at that dinner sign the paper. That's awesome. So me, William Lustig, Robert England, John Landis, Oh right, Rick Baker, Heather Langenkamp. Damn. On a piece of paper somewhere.
0: That's crazy. You've been to dinner with somebody who's murdered almost as many people as Freddy Krueger. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's wild. That was a nice night. Uh, anyways. But yeah, I want you to be able to say that to Jason Ritter. Oh, I'm gonna, I want that to happen. I'm going to. It's got to happen. <laughs> it's got to happen. The line is amazing. Yeah. The line makes that line whole read character's long, lugubrious subplot totally worth it. The kind of thing that I have I have just like you have to give it credit to ISIS. hmm You gotta hand it to I'm sorry, wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait, do you <laughs> do you not have to? Okay, I guess you don't have to. <laughs> Hold on, ISIS <laughs> <laughs> Is that... <laughs> Look, regarding my H- comment history will uh, decide, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way this line or this line read were an accident. Mm-hmm. This movie deserves all the credit for Kia. <laughs> he has asthma. <laughs> get on get this truck on the fucking road, Kia. Oh man.
1: He's waking
0: up. Oh, what a dumb turn of events for a movie that genuinely had a cool almost DC Comics
1: Absolutely, vibe to the yeah. first
0: 30 minutes in a good way. You know, I'm 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 way more typically into the DC movies mm. than I've been into the Marvel ones. And this had a good the good elements of a good DC movie and then just went weird. The Freddy stuff was so unexpectedly bad. Mm-hmm. I do not remember it being this bad. And I'm not even just talking the problematic stuff. I mean just the general quality of any of it. The writing is so weak for this character. Yeah. It's like somebody vaguely so familiar with the history of Freddy Krueger, yet gets everything about the Freddy Krueger just in the least favorable light. Such a weird choice. And this had to. Was this the last time he acted as Freddy?
1: I don't think he. 'Cause after this it was Jack Earl Haley. Yeah. I don't think this, he did any other thing. Unless Freddy. he did some little short or internet thing or yeah, something. Maybe. I feel like maybe he did like a guest spot on the Goldbergs or you know, something <laughs> like that. It, no, but it's something like something that.
0: like that, okay. But yeah, this would have been the last film. And uh I've never seen the Jack Earl Haley one. Have you? No, I've heard it's terrible. Uh, it's supposed to be terrible. Yeah. Uh but I think he's really, really good. So I'd be curious to see if anything could you know, or if it's just him through makeup.
1: I've heard it's. I've heard it's bad, but I was. Uh, I, I like the Friday the Thirteenth, two thousand and nine remake. So. Oh, and I haven't seen that one. I thought that's that the was, other. That's the only Friday the Thirteenth I haven't seen. I think that's a genuinely entertaining. Uh, kind yeah, of you, yeah. Not, you, not 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 classic, but it's a it's a fine. It's a fine movie. It just hit me that we're practically eighty episodes into
0: this. Oh yeah, podcast, and the first Freddy Krueger movie we've done. <laughs> is Freddy versus Jason. It seems wrong. Yeah. It's a real, uh, somehow, a dis- somehow a disservice to this burned alive child molester. But what a lame use of the character. This should have killed the Freddy Krueger character. At least. It, I
1: mean, it, I think it kind of did. <laughs> you know. Because the, the reboot was not successful, was it? Not to my knowledge. It's not well... It's not, well, not liked, well reviewed. but that doesn't always... I don't know if it made anything. Uh, Yeah, I really don't know. Hmm. Obviously, it was, what, 10 years ago, and we've had nothing to show for it <laughs> since then. So it's not like... Yeah, it, we haven't gotten any... It's properties. not like it rebooted the Jackie Earl Haley era of uh, Freddy. Yeah. Good point. Which seems like it would have been cool, but... Yeah,
0: I love him, and I love him in genre movies. Uh, Shoot, we covered yeah. Jackie Earl Haley with a really cool, gritty character in Maniac Cop 3. Yeah. Is that uh, drugstore junkie. Right, right, Damn, right. Damn, like,
1: that was bringing a lot of cool extra to a character that could have been, yeah, this guy. And he was hot at that time. I mean, he had probably just done Watchmen before that. Yes. So, uh Yeah, knows? Watchmen is one of the things that got him this gig, and he'd gotten his comeback
0: Oscar nomination for Little Children. So, part of me is still thinking... I'll like it more than other people will just cuz he's really good in these kind of roles. But after seeing Freddy here it's like, "Nah, maybe I don't need any
1: more Freddy stuff." Yeah, right. Maybe I don't need new updates on this. It really just <laughs> I think I've had honestly though, yeah, I think I think we have enough Freddy. <laughs> yeah, you know. It really put the nail just like, "Yeah, we got I guess we got there, guys." The seven movie series, then the Freddy versus, then the reboot. I think we're good. Yeah, the excellent like
0: Come back in quality with New Nightmare. Most movies, like, most
1: series like that don't get that kind of bounce back in quality. Right. And that's, again, kind of what makes it so strange that he would have had such a great turn as Freddy in New Nightmare after the disastrous Freddy's dead. Yeah. Then still, yeah, be like, yeah, I'll do this very subpar I mean, versus Jason. Obviously, he made the money. I'm sure the money. Hopefully, collected. Great. I'm sure the paycheck was awesome, and he clearly deserves. it. I get that, but but
0: you think, like I said, uh, he had to have had character input at that point. I refuse to believe that Robert Englund was not putting anything Mm -hmm. of his own into that character. You know, he had to be able a guy that could improv some stuff. And I just have a hard time seeing who was cool with. This dialogue it is awful. Yeah, and all of the so the director we haven't even gotten to that Ronnie Yu mm-hmm. later
1: did pretty acclaimed
0: stuff like the uh, Fearless Jet Li movie.
1: Yeah, he but, he had uh, before this movie done Bride of Chucky, which is uh, right considered uh, which you is know, good kind of the reboot of the Chucky series. Yeah, 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 which is which is great and pretty well liked. Uh, yeah, well beloved uh, by he's a Hong Kong born director who did some great Chinese films and then. Did these movies and yeah, I mean... Just ugly and badly choreographed fight scenes that
0: (laughs) when you see some of the other fight scenes that have happened in his movies is really bizarre how it turned out this bad.
1: I I feel like I just got to go back to the idea of it just that time period, that, you know, the look. Taking on all the worst influences
0: of its era. Yeah. There's movies from this era that I think look amazing. I mean, even two years before this, Mulholland Drive. (laughs) That's a 2001 movie that doesn't not feel like 2001, but feels like a totally... Like, he is not capturing the shittiest parts of this era. Right.
1: Whereas here, it's like all the worst parts of this era. This movie just has that feeling of, like, (laughs) the I Know What You Did Last Summer kind of, like... Yeah, but I would... It's just... There's this vapidness. Mm -hmm. There's just this kind of emptiness to movies in this kind of time period. But again, with, with the exception of maybe something like the Blair Witch Project or, you know, kind of there's obviously there's exciting stuff happening in the yeah. late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. We're not slagging off every movie. Obviously there's exceptions, yeah. but this one I think just falls into the wrong category of they tried to do everything kind of by the book at the time, which is <sighs> not great. Well, and, the fun-
0: and of course we keep going back. The funny thing, this movie made the most money. We, we saw it, everybody. I Yeah, it's the first one I saw in the theater. This movie, New Nightmare, which is one of the most critically loved, mm. even mainstream critically uh, enjoyed Freddy movies, uh, that made like, you know, 15, 16 million. This one made 116 million. Like, pfft. It was. It's just Man. easy box office fodder. New Nightmare that, is actually is a that, well is thought that out. Is that shown
1: how weak this time period is, though? That like all you need to do is say Freddy versus Jason, and you get the butts in the seats. This states. era was before uh, the era
0: we're currently in. Was the last time we had a bunch of big money making horror movies, stuff like you know the Final Destination series, and mm-hmm. even though you know Scream sequels, and I know what you did. Like those were making big money, and. uh then we kind of went into a dip and got good art ho- house kind of horror, but this was popular stuff, and it I think a lot of it ages just so
1: so badly. Yeah, the but, Scream sequels. Now that I'm thinking about those, yeah, that would have been about this time. Mm-hmm. Scream Three, especially. Uh-huh. Yeah, cringe. Worst hair. <laughs>
0: why did they do that there's some (laughs) legendary bad scream hair we'll get into scream hair when we eventually do scream
1: the scream hair episode I can't wait oh god it's there (laughs) but this
0: movie it's just it looks bad and for a seems like everybody involved in this has been involved in much better stuff mentioned Catherine Isabel like
1: Ginger Snaps that's a movie that Mm. survives the 2000 curse right right that's exactly the kind of movie from that era that we can point to and say no people were doing good stuff yeah But I think just a lot of people got lulled into this (laughs) kind of overly saturated color, vapid characters. Everybody always had a blue tint. Yeah.
0: This deep color saturation that looked terrible in retrospect. And yeah, there was movies that didn't get sucked into that trend and look and feel as... I mean, Ginger Snaps is awesome. Mm -hmm. We'll eventually get to a Ginger Snaps episode. But yeah, she's been in so much cool stuff. Robert Englund is a fun, goofy character actor who's had tons of, even memorable roles in the worst Elm Street movies. And this is, there's no debate that this is his worst screen representation as Freddy. Anytime he appeared on, like, MTV hosting of like Freddy's (laughs) greatest dead hits. Yeah, yeah. Or something. Those were way better because those had (laughs) actual comedy writers that work at MTV writing cool Freddy jokes. Mm -hmm. If this next
1: hit don't, you
0: know, like, nope, that's better. That's way better. The talking Freddy
1: doll would have been better than this Freddy. Yeah, right. This is
0: such a bad, lame, just (laughs) weird dude, Freddy guy who's just hateful and. We, how'd you feel about the final fight? Because that's the big hype behind this this movie. There's a reason this movie was called Freddy versus Jason, right. and that's honestly what drew people in. It was just like how UFC became popular in the early '90s by billing, you know, martial arts versus Taekwondo, boxing versus sumo. You know, it was all the like, which style will win? Right, and this is, you know. It was a simple premise that people would
1: have wanted and clearly did. Well, two for, horror legends, one-on-one. For me, the it's funny you brought up like the DC Marvel because yeah. the end fighting between the two characters feels like a Marvel movie in that yeah. it's just two cartoon characters punching each it's other. Two
0: invincible guys knocking each other around a room, bouncing
1: off like balloons. There's and... really no stakes. You know, Mm-mm. One slices off the one's arm. They don't seem to react to it. <laughs> yeah. You know, they finally, it's like, and then at the end, really nothing is resolved. <laughs> no, it, it's so one of those things. It's kind of like a Marvel movie like that. Basically. Oh
0: yeah. I am not a Marvel fan. You guys might've noticed that we rarely cover superhero kind of Marvel. Probably stuff. not. Yeah. I don't
1: like it. I could see us talking about like the old DC movies, like the Superman with the Christopher Reeve or Batman. With I stand Michael by our. Keaton. I stand. Oh, I'll, we'll do Batman Returns. Uh, stuff, stuff like, like that. that. But we, yeah, no interest in doing the Marvel movies. And I stand by movies. our
0: Bumblebee episode. Oh, I okay. Bumblebee.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came up uh, early. It was pretty early. Early. In the Go show. way back to that
0: one, but ugh, this is just <laughs> this movie. Talk about. For a thing I had a pretty fond memory of, I was excited for this Freddy... You know, I was excited. I was seeing a Freddy movie and a Jason movie in the theater for the first time ever. So I had fond memories of this and watching it again really (laughs) tanked that that memory. And so, yeah, I don't like Marvel movies. I get bored by the, oh, now we come to that 15-minute stretch where nobody takes damage for a while. right? Or it's like 8,000 people are fighting at once. Or is it 80,000? I don't know. Is anybody dying? I can't really tell anything that's happening right now. Seems like a lot of people in the field in skirmishes. Mm -hmm. I hate it. Hate it. Except in Ant-Man, where they actually made it funny. Okay, there you go. With the tiny... Little explosions and then just a little toy. Railroad. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. That
1: was a that was them making fun of a typical Marvel ending. Well, thinking about this movie just now, I just had the vision of the Black Knight and Monty Python and the Holy Grail just yeah. like getting his legs cut <laughs> off and just being—it's like, a scratch. That's pretty much what except this they felt aren't.
0: Like. It's just this epic long <clears throat> fight with some cool moments that really don't mean anything. And then for me, the drama was like, are they going to give somebody the clean win? Is it going to come out to just, oh, nope, double DQ, no winners. Yeah. And they I thought they did pretty good at doing the twists in who was on top. Because for like a 10-minute stretch, you get the sense that it's just a like three-round boxing match mm-hmm. in various settings. That's our one Crystal Lake setting. The people getting killed in between are really so afterthoughts oh, at yeah. this point. And they don't spend any interesting time on the kills you don't get anything as glorious as jason x swinging hologram girls
1: in sleeping bags exactly around his head and into trees yeah they end up just like having jason kind of thwack people and yeah like they just kind of get thrown across the field but <laughs> yeah nothing really uh to to speak of yeah it's so ugh,
0: it's so weak and so you get this long marvel boss battle fight and nothing nobody's selling anything <laughs> No damage has taken place. Limbs come off. Doesn't slow down movement or change strategy. Yeah, it's so. Uh, it's one of those. It's a long movie that it was. You said it was a hundred minutes. It's like yeah. It's it feels at
1: it hour thirty seven. So yeah, yeah. It's...
0: it's these movies need to be a eighty minute cap. Like you said, we got so much Jason Ritter. Sure, yeah. it got paid off. <laughs> <laughs> With a bit of level-headed thinking leveled towards Kia. Exactly. But, damn, there was so much editing that could be done in this movie, and it just became very not fun after a while, which is a shame because these are series that are really fun. I haven't Exactly. I haven't revisited Alien vs. Predator, but I'm the dummy that also went to see that in the theater. I saw
1: both of those in the theater. Yeah, yeah. we both got sucked into the versus... I, I if you had a Chucky versus, you know, Hellraiser or something, I'd go see that. I mean, that's this what, was supposed to all, not a problem. Did you know that this one was supposed to also involve Pinhead? Is that, yeah, this
0: was that. also Pinhead was to be the third. Oh, man. Yeah. They couldn't uh, get the rights to work out or the I don't know, they couldn't figure out how to do it or. But yeah, just show me. Like, Imagine what the amazing kind of mess that would have been. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> to add. How where would you have added Pinhead? Into this movie, I
1: want that movie. Now. I just want to see where you can cram into see. This seems like a movie that could totally get remade now because you have like the internet to tell you what a good story like. <laughs> like this would, I almost want to see like a Freddy versus Jason like crowdsourced story. You want a reboot of this one done yeah. better? Yeah. I, I open. We want, try I want this idea cool over ideas. again. Yeah, I want to get all the cool ideas and like not screw it up with you know the bad dialogue and the. So, you
0: want this to be like somebody's passion project? Like, no, I can make a better Hulk movie.
1: Sure. Like, no, I could make the best Freddy versus Jason. Hmm. Have you seen those, like, uh, Never Hag Alone? Uh, or uh, there's, like, these fan Jason movies out there. Really? And they're pretty good. They're, I've, like, 20 I'm, minutes. I've honestly never seen them. So, no, I think the talent is out there. Like, the this, is, it's funny, like, 2003 is right before, like,. The internet. So, <laughs> sure. When, before it became more, so, more widespread. Again, sure. I think this movie doesn't even make $100 million today because the internet reaction would be so poor. Right. Right. It's like all you had to hear in 2003 was Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. And you're in the scene. <laughs> I mean, I. That's these how, were not, that's like, how the kind easy it was, to, that that I was. That's how easy it was to make money yeah. <laughs> at the movies back in the day. Yeah, these were. And like, they still screwed
0: it up. Weirdly enough, these were the movies that kind of like really deep jump started my love of horror when I saw these in the theaters and had never seen the others. That's what really made me go and rewatch or watch for the first time Mm -hmm. the original versions, you know, the original nightmare on Elm street, which is brilliant and all the sequels. I had never seen that stuff. That's true. And so if nothing
1: else, hopefully this movie did do that and get people to go see those older movies. Yeah. It had to have,
0: you know, I hate gatekeeping and There's going to be that feeling where I'm sure some people get made fun of because their first Jason X was the one that I saw. It's like everybody's got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I started with Freddy versus Jason, which I really hated watching (laughs) 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 just now. But damn, if it didn't make me watch a whole bunch of other super cool horror movies. And when it's making almost 120 million, that had to have been a huge, huge part of tons of people's horror lives. Yeah. That's cool. And it sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, everyone who still knows these movies probably started there or, or you know. Yeah. That's you a part of it. It's a part of, the, there a part so of it. There
0: was so much time, say? as we talked about, between the previous versions of these stories, eight to 10 years each, that it was literally at that point a generation that hadn't seen those mm-hmm. movies and now get to see their own. And so I get why it made money. They should have made this movie, but they had for twenty to thirty minutes a really good idea mm-hmm. for a really truly memorable version of what this story could have been. And boy, did that last long hour and ten minutes <laughs> yeah ruin all of that. It was it's tough. a drag by the end, and I hate to say that, but I've that's why I want to now more so see. The Jackie Earl Haley one, because if that one's supposed to be the worst, I gotta see what's worse. <laughs> yeah, right. Then Freddie in I like, I gotta see what is how Freddie could be worse. Totally.
1: I need to see that one now. The morbid curiosities get to us. I need to see if if Freddy vs. Jason is the actual worst one. Well, I guess it'll come to that very soon then. We'll have to. It sounds like I just (laughs) created a project. Yep. Thanks. Thanks for including me on this journey. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you're coming with me, bitch. (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. Good night.